now read the form for the celebration of the Lord's Supper. You can find that on page 592 of your Book of Praise. Beloved in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Supper has been instituted by the Lord, by our Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to the words of this institution as described by the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 11. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. Oh, thank you. Yes, we will read the last part of the form. We read the first part of the form last week, I forgot. Page 594. Let us now consider for what purpose the Lord has instituted his supper, namely that we should use it in remembrance of him. We are to remember him in the following manner. First of all, let us fully trust that the Lord Jesus Christ was sent by the Father into this world according to the promises made from the beginning to the fathers in the Old Testament and that he assumed our flesh and blood. From the beginning of his incarnation to the end of his life on earth, he bore for us the wrath of God under which we should have perished eternally. By his perfect obedience, he has for us fulfilled all the righteousness of God's law. We remember in particular that the weight of the wrath of God caused by our sins pressed out of him sweat like drops of blood falling on the ground in the garden of Gethsemane. There he was bound that he might free us from our sins. He suffered countless insults that we might never be put to shame. Though innocent, he was condemned to death that he might be acquitted at the judgment seat of God. He even let his blessed body be nailed to the cross that he might cancel the bond which stood against us because of our sins. By all this, he has taken our curse upon himself that he might fill us with his blessing. On the cross, he humbled himself in body and soul to the very deepest shame and anguish of hell. Then he called out with a loud voice, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That we might be accepted by God and nevermore be forsaken by him. Finally, by his death and the shedding of his blood, he confirmed the new and eternal testament, the covenant of grace, when he said, It is finished. In order that we might firmly believe that we belong to this covenant of grace, the Lord Jesus Christ, during his last Passover, instituted the Holy Supper. He gave the bread and the cup to his disciples in remembrance of him. And he declared, saying, As often as you eat this bread and drink from this cup, you are reminded and assured of my hearty love and faithfulness towards you. It is a sure pledge that I have given my body and shed my blood for you. Otherwise, you would have suffered eternal death. I nourish and refresh your hungry and thirsty souls with my crucified body and shed blood to everlasting life. As certainly as this bed is broken before your eyes and this cup is given to you and you eat and drink in remembrance of me. <clears throat> From this institution of the Holy Supper of our Lord Jesus Christ, we learn that he directs our faith and trust to his perfect sacrifice once offered on the cross. It is the only ground of our salvation. Thereby he has become to our hungry and thirsty souls the true food and drink of life eternal. 
For by his death he has removed the cause of our eternal hunger and misery, which is sin, and obtained for us the life-giving spirit. By this spirit who dwells in Christ as the head and in us as his members, we have true communion with him and share in all his riches, life eternal, righteousness, and glory. By the same spirit, we are also united in true brotherly love as members of one body. For the Apostle Paul says, because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one loaf. As one bread is baked out of many grains, and one wine is pressed out of many grapes, so we all, incorporated in Christ by faith, are together one body. For the sake of Christ, who so exceedingly loved us first, we shall now love one another, and shall show this to one another, not just in words, but also in deeds. Finally, Christ has commanded us to celebrate the Holy Supper until he comes. We receive at this table a foretaste of the abundant joy which he has promised, and look forward to the marriage feast of the Lamb, when he will drink the wine new with us in the kingdom of his Father. Let us rejoice and give him the glory, for the marriage feast of the Lamb is coming. May the almighty heavenly God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ help us in this through his Holy Spirit. Amen. <coughs> To receive all this, let us now humble ourselves before God in prayer and call upon him in true faith. Merciful God and Father, we thank you that in this supper we cherish the blessed memory of the bitter death of your dear Son, Jesus Christ. Work in our hearts through the Holy Spirit so that we may entrust ourselves more and more to your Son, Jesus Christ. Grant that our contrite hearts may be nourished with his true body and blood. Yes, with him who is the only heavenly bread, that we might not live in our sins, but Christ in us and we in him. Let us so truly be partakers of the new and everlasting testament, the covenant of grace, that we do not doubt that you will forever be our gracious Father, nevermore imputing to us our sins, but providing us with all things for body and soul as your dear children and heirs. Grant us your grace that we may take up our cross joyfully, deny ourselves and confess our Savior. Let us in all tribulation await our Lord Jesus Christ who will come from heaven to change our mortal body to be like his glorious body and take us to himself forever. Hear us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us now together profess our Catholic undoubted Christian faith. Let us do so with the singing of the Apostles' Creed, Hymn 1A.
brothers and sisters, in order that we may now be nourished with Christ, the true heavenly bread, we must not cling with our hearts to the outward symbols of bread and wine, but lift our hearts on high in heaven where Christ, our advocate, is at the right hand of his heavenly Father. Let us not doubt that we shall be nourished and refreshed in our souls with his body and blood through the working of the Holy Spirit as truly as we receive the holy bread and drink in remembrance of him. All those who are entitled to attend the Lord's Supper and who have publicly professed their faith are now invited to the table of the Lord. And first, however, let us sing together from hymn 59 to stanzas 1 and 2. <laughs> 